Welcome to Geek and Sassy. My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with the beautiful and wonderful Miranda. How are you, Miranda? I am alive. Yes, well, that's good yeah. news. Yes. Right? Like, that's really, I think if anybody can answer that right now, that's the best that you can get. Ugh, right? Sadly. <laughs> I mean, like, I think it's, I think it's pretty acceptable. Yeah. Um, so, on our last episode, you revealed that one of your family members was battling covid do you want to give an update on that um she's back at work um so she is technically in the recovered category Mm -hmm. my brother didn't get it at all wow um and like of all things my mom like never listens to you and i right we've had Mm -hmm. conversations about how she never listens to us Mm -hmm. and she randomly texted me i don't know two three days after our last episode came out Mm -hmm. and was like i feel honored that i am the topic of conversation and then she was like love you too because remember how i was like oh my god she's like a kid (laughs) given all these so i think i texted you actually like for god's sake the one time my mother's like i'm gonna listen to my daughter's podcast it's Mm -hmm. the time that i'm like ranting about her and her covid Mm -hmm. yeah that really? tickled me. I, I enjoyed that. Oh, my God. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh. <laughs> Four years. Four years. Did she say anything else about the rest of the show? No. No? Okay. <laughs> she really didn't. Well. She, and she did say, I was like, really? You never listened to me? And she's like, oh, I've listened from time to time here and there. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So for four years here, I've bought like, because she's, she's tried podcasts and she's like, I just don't understand what you like about them. Mm-hmm. Which she also doesn't like audiobooks, and she's very specific about TV. Weird. Okay. So, like, it doesn't surprise me if you're not... Most people that I don't like podcasts also don't like audiobooks or vice versa, typically. Mm-hmm. So, like, didn't shock me when she was like, ah, I can't really do it. But then she, like, drops a bomb, and it's like, yeah, so every now and then I do listen, and I was like, what? And that's the one you chose to listen to that time? <laughs> Okay. But at least she's recovered. You know, that's yeah. good. And, you know, I know that you had said she just felt like shit, really, and then... Horrible, horrible. Yeah. It was, like, magnified versions of strep and flu mixed together. Mm. Yeah. So she had a little bit different of symptoms than other people. But I'm now reading where, like, symptoms are pretty much, like, so all over the board. I have another friend that ended up getting it. And literally, she just felt like... She just had a tickle in the back of her throat mm-hmm. and felt, like, just fatigued and not good. Mm-hmm. She never even felt as bad as my mom did, but mm-hmm. she tested positive. And, actually, she was, was con- what we considered asymptomatic, like, right. not even really showing any symptoms. Like, her throat tickled. And she just was really tired, really run down. But other than that, she felt like nothing was wrong. Wow. So. That's amazing. I mean... It's very odd. It's so weird. Um, luckily, I mean, I don't really have any personal experience yet, so, I mean, that's good. I mean, it's like friend of a friend, kind of. Right. Like that tertiary level, but nothing close to home. Not home Because, yet. like, we know each other's mothers, so, like, mm-hmm. you know my mom, so, mm-hmm. yeah, but, so it'd be the same thing. It'd be like, well, my friend had it, or my, like my friend's mom had it but yeah yeah so for me it was like a friend that's like uh online acquaintance friend and mm-hmm. then my mom mm-hmm. I, I don't really i know a friend who lost an aunt to it but i didn't know her mm-hmm. 
But the aunt, because I've been asked all these all these questions, the aunt that had it, that was my friend's aunt, she also had like COPD, and mm-hmm. she had was in remission from um, like some sort of cancer, mm-hmm. and like she had like all of the like other things that like her system probably couldn't handle the COVID. Right, that makes sense. Like her system probably couldn't handle the normal common flu, call, uh, flu <laughs> or cold. So, right. yeah. Ugh, well, that was depressing. Anyway. It was depressing, but then it's like, it's realism. Right. True. And it doesn't break any of our rules of things we wouldn't talk about. Mm-hmm. And it kind of brings up why we're reading and, and talking about a funny thing that we are today. Yes. This is going to be um, life-changing, I feel like. Life-changing. For a yeah. lot of people. And... It, <laughs> We had so much fun the last time that we did the subject that we knew we were going to do it again. And Miranda sent me the title for this book. (laughs) Actually, I think I was standing in your kitchen. Yeah. yeah, Oh, my God. (laughs) That's right. That was right. That was the weekend before quarantine that we got to hang out. So COVID was a thing and people were getting it, but we weren't like in lockdown or quarantine or anything mm yet. Um so COVID is the reason that this exists. Mm-hmm. So that's true. I mean, this might be one of the positives that come out. There have been some positives. There have in been. There have. There been. have been. I haven't gained weight. I haven't lost weight. I would have loved to, but I haven't gained weight, so I guess positive. I gained fifteen pounds, but I did lose six of that already on my on my journey back. <laughs> so I'll make it. It'll be all right. You'll do fine. Do You've fine. done great, actually. I know you do great because I found some really good pictures of us from about three years ago or so. And I almost shared them, but I knew that even though we'd shared them like when we first took them because they were good pictures, I knew if I shared them now, you'd be like, don't do that. So, like, it just shows. <laughs> like, well, you, to me, you were never, you weren't. Like, does that make sense? Like, to me, I never thought, like, oh, Jenny's chubby but like I look at that and I look at now and I see like how much work and I see you know a difference and I'm like Jenny would not be happy if I shared that even though she looks really awesome like I know she's worked really hard was it the trip to Tallahassee are those the pictures no it was from a geek girl brunch that we did for tabletop gaming day because oh yes April yes so it was in my um time hop for late like because we're like mid-may so yeah it was like a few weeks ago at like the very end of april because it's always there on like april 23rd 24th mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they showed up and i was like they're really good pictures but you know jenny might kill me <laughs> you can ask me you know we can go case by case basis <laughs> do my research um anyway we have decided to tackle another Chuck Tingle masterpiece. Yes. It is entitled, The Physical Manifestation of Washing My Hands Gets Me Off. So, mm-hmm. if you didn't deduce anything by that title, let me just go ahead and preface and say, if you tried to listen to our Tingler Tale episode at Christmas and you were thoroughly like, Bleh, then <laughs> this one is probably also not going to be for you. <laughs> And if you listen to some of our episodes around children, because most of them, other than curse words, can be, this one 
cannot. No, this is uh, for adult ears. Only. Yes, this is adult ears, very NSFW. Mm-hmm. If you did not like the Christmas episode, then we love you. Don't leave us. But this is probably not for you. <laughs> I feel like it's more tame than. It is. Oh, than I was reading did. it, and yeah. it was way more tame because, and we could talk about the differences mm-hmm. in the two stories too. Because there was the other one was a box. If you guys remember, mm-hmm. it was a Christmas present, present a wrapped box, a literal present. Right. So, I have some anatomical questions, just like I did then. Yep. About now. Yep. So, we can get into the discussion of, um, yeah. Yeah. How does that even work? Um, first of all, I think that even if he, if nobody reads this, which I don't feel like anybody will, because we're kind of going to talk about it, but just Google it, the title. Yeah. And look at this, look at this cover for this The cover. Book. Yeah. Which I read this on Amazon, um, Kindle, and on my app on my phone and I mm-hmm. paid $2.99 for it and your version that you read actually came with an additional story right which most um, Chuck Tingle books do mm-hmm. uh, most stories are about 4,000 words which seems like a lot but I don't think it really is no they're super quick reads yeah they're super quick reads um, but most books are, or ebook or you get there sometimes you can get them in like paperback they're really thin if you do that but they're usually about 10 to 12 pages, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, um, for a story. And so Jenny bought the one via Kindle um, that came with the second story that I didn't read because he offered a free version of this, which has kind of got some typos in it and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but he put directly on his website. And that's how Jenny and I found this back in March. Right. Um, but he put it directly on his website. So if you just want the story that we're going to talk about that we read for this, episode then you can get it free on his website just reading i think it's like 10 pages just the story right um there's more pages to it that list like all of his other works it takes the links to take you to them and then there's the title page but other than that i think it literally was like 10 pages long and the any other of his works that we talk about in comparison you can go back and listen to our episode for our Christmas special episode um, that we bought the book for that on Kindle and it had two stories in it, but we only discussed one because right. the second one was just like balls to the walls crazy. And we <laughs> <Yes>. were like, <laughs> I mean, okay, they all so are, but yes. <laughs> oh, they all are. Yes. And the other thing is like, these are not to be taken seriously. This, These are truly for fun. And after we talk about the books, I can go into who he is briefly again, if I need to, um, but these are not to be taken seriously. So if you're somebody that doesn't read romance and you hear this and you're like, well, if that's what it's about, I don't want any part of it. Or if you're somebody that does and you're like, oh, I just can't do those. They're too grotesque. They're funny. It's basically satire. It's funny. It's extreme satire. and Extreme, yes. And extremely erotic. And the description, yes. like, but in a somewhat classy Chuck Tingle way. It's it's completely unique to him and his writing uh-huh. style and just his whole aesthetic um incredibly enthralling i will say to yeah. read like once you start it's like your hooked on story like even with the I other agree. secondary story mm-hmm. that i read it was just like yeah why am i so wrapped up he just has this beautiful simplistic yet detailed perfectly way of writing he makes you want to complete what you're reading even if you are a little like boo um <laughs> 
And because it's, like, it's, it's not the like most eloquent explanation. But. Yeah, I mean, you're you're just kind of in awe of like what well, you're reading the content out of it with mm-hmm. the way he's put it together. It's fantastic. And if you've never read them, you'll read the synopsis or you'll listen to us and you'll be like, nope, I can't do it. No way, not happening. But like I said that before I ever read a Chuck Tingle, like the first one I was told about, um, I listened to a review on a story. Um, I think that was the big, one of the Bigfoot ones. And I listened to that and I was like, this is the most absurd thing. And I'm a little appalled. I'm a little curious. <laughs> like, I don't know what I am right now. And then, so Jenny, you got me um, a book. And before, I, and then I, so I read that one after like basically having the other one read to me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, these are the best things ever. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. So we're gonna get through this. Um, you know, it's probably gonna be full of spoilers because it's just short stories. You can't really right sum it up. You kind of have to just tell the whole deal. But um, the the opening for this is like sort of um, very like revelatory and honest like in the first couple paragraphs mm-hmm. it seemed very tame like i felt like i was not reading a chuck tingle there for a hot minute yeah it it's a slow build on this one um it talks about it also, oh sorry no i'm just gonna say that it talks about um the the voice of the character the author of the book is like mm-hmm. um you really have no idea how closely the patterns in your life resemble the reality that everyone else is currently living in which i think is Mm -hmm. pretty profound in an opening paragraph um and so she talks about how um she thought that the way that you put gas in your car was to have to pry off the little gas like lid with your fingernails and she didn't realize that there was a button in her car that you could press and it would open the little door for you and you're just i don't have a button (laughs) i do (laughs) Um, but she says if nobody is there to tell you the right way of doing things how are you ever going to learn which is also which is also yeah like again makes complete sense that's why we teach our children as they grow like can't do that can't you can't do this you can't do that well you can do that but you can't do it this way like so yeah, I mean it's it's truth. Like if you don't ever learn how to correctly do something, or you're never told that you needed to be doing something, how do you know? It's a fascinating way to open up a story, especially one of these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the character her her and a friend Jill are poker players, and they like to go and hustle. I mean, it's two females, so they like to go and hustle. Um, poker players and still win all their money from them dudes mostly and i just thought i was assuming it didn't come right out and say it but i was assuming that that's where they were going with that yeah um and then she kind of has a surreal moment where she they're leaving their place that they've been hanging out at and um her friend sort of does this weird like matrix glitch thing where she thought she was walking beside her and then all of a sudden her friend vanishes and then she comes up around the corner 
And she's like, where have you, where, what happened? Where'd you go? She's like, I just went to wash my hands. I always wash my hands after we play poker. You know, it's very like, what do you mean? Right. Um, I mean, it makes sense to me. And she's sort of be- bewildered. The character's name is, what is it? Kara? Kara Kara. Well, I read it as Kara because we're used to like Supergirl, Supergirl? but I think yeah. it's probably Kara. Okay. Which one do you want to say? Kara, so Kara. we don't. Okay. Yeah, because I'm sorry, I can't picture Kara as this. I can't okay. do that. All right, Kara. Nope. <laughs> so the author's name's Kara. Mm-hmm. I'll probably say it the other way. And it's okay. so her friend's name is Jill. Anyway. So she's like, then they have the weirdest conversation um, about Jill calls her friend out about how she never washes her hands. Which was so weird. Like, she's like, you always get sick. And she's like, oh, I never get sick. And she's like, uh, no, you always get sick. Last week you were talking about how your stomach hurt. And then you had a sore throat for a couple of days before that. And now that, like, Kara is thinking about it, she's like, oh, Jill's right. And then, but at the same time, part of me, I was like, you just now realized, I don't know how old you're supposed to be, that you never wash your hands. And that's what she's saying, like. For some reason, nobody ever told her that, which I find that really hard to believe. I do, too. I do, too. Unless they mean, like, unless they mean, like, she does it, but not, like, the right way. Right. Maybe she doesn't do it the right way, or maybe she's not doing it consistently enough, Mm -hmm. or I don't know. But it's just so funny how bewildered she seems about, like, what do you mean you wash your hands? (laughs) Right. Well, she even says, like, she shakes her head in confusion. Yeah. I guess I just never noticed that you go wash your hands. And I want to be like, how did you never notice? Girls go to, that was the one problem I had. Men make fun of us because we go to the bathroom in groups. And yes, we do. And mm-hmm. usually it's because you hand your purse to the other one because you don't want to hang it from the door and it fall on the floor. You don't want to sit it on the floor. Or because you check yourself, like, in the mirror. And then you look at the other person and you're like, Am I, is everything okay? Yeah. And you're like, Good. <laughs> Like, I don't know. They think we do all kinds of other things in there. Actually, it's so the other one can hold the other one's purse. And so, yeah. So, part of me was like, you need to tell me. They're both females, friends, like close friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they've never gone to the bathroom at the same time. Well, it's because the other bitch don't wash her hands. What the fuck? I guess. But, like, have you ever seen me not wash my hands while we go to the bathroom? No. Exactly. Yeah. Because you'll hold my purse and stuff so I can wash my hands and vice <laughs> versa. And you might need somebody to hand you some toilet paper if there's right. one in your stall. Exactly. We have had to do that before. Too. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, after this hard night of uh, winning a bunch of money, they decide to go to drive through Burger Place. And they the way that he describes this burger that they're eating made me so hungry. Oh my God, me too. I'm glad I was not alone. Like, he... Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? Read it, read it. Because that, like, made my day. Mm -hmm. So I'll go ahead and read, like, this whole, this little section here. So it says, my friend and I make our selections for our glowing neon menu. And the next thing I know, we're sitting in the parking lot with our food in our laps, the car filling with sweet scent of fried potatoes, grilled onions, and savory, juicy meat. I unwrap my burger completely holding it tight in my hands as I lift the delicious creation to my mouth and take an enormous bite. The taste is absolutely incredible. The wonderful red and yellow sauces running down my hands in long streaks. 
That sounds amazing. And yeah, I was like, man, why do I have a salad for dinner? <laughs> I mean, it's like very simple, but extremely effective in in a visual sense, you know, in your mind's eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it made me hungry for a burger. Anyway, um, so then, so <laughs> this dumb bitch who's been playing cards all night. Did not wash mm-hmm. her hands. Eats a burger with her hands. And then... Not l- only did she been playing cards, but she got into her car, touched her steering wheel, and clearly we know she never washes her hands. Right. And, she probably touched her face. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, dug, a, dug a wedgie out her ass or something. And... Duh, probably. <laughs> then she licks the the sauce from the burger. Like, Well, not only does she lick the sauce from the burger, but she contemplates it before she does yeah, it. Yeah, she's like... I'll I'll just roll the dice and see what happens. Which I think licking the sauce from the burger wasn't the problem I had when it's like starting to run out of the burger and she licks it. Mm-hmm. It's that it describes that it's like running down her arm and yeah. she just sticks out her tongue. Yeah. And we've all done it. We've all licked our fingers clean. But like they just went through like two pages of telling you, oh, she never washes her hands. And then she like hesitates and realizes, oh, I just had this conversation with my friend about how I never washed my hands. So then she should I do does this? it anyway. Should I should I do this? Should I? And then she's like, I'm on it. It's like a cat. I do it anyway. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing? And what I one of the most fascinating parts about this book is as soon as she does this and then brags to her friend about it, she starts puking. Massive Massive blast projectile vomit erupts from my mouth splattering everywhere ruining what I just read about the burger (laughs) (laughs) and like what sickness infects you that quickly right I did find that fascinating though I will I will put that out there like I understand that they're trying to I mean, it is satire, so the whole point is like, hey, wash your hands. You can get sick. Like, there's a lot of reasons why you wash your hands, not just for you, but for other people. But, mm-hmm. like, I was like, what the hell was on her hands <laughs> that she went into, like, full-blown malaria in 10 <laughs> seconds? Like, I don't know what that is, but that definitely is worse than COVID, and I think we're all going to be okay. <laughs> it's so funny the way he just does it. Just to move the story along. I mean, it's a short story. What are you going to do? Like, uh, I felt okay, and then I got sick. You know, it's like the immediateness of it. It just adds the hilarity. And right. the surrealness. The absurdity. Yes. Yes. And I love it. It's just such a perfect touch. I feel like he truly could be one of the kings of short story. Oh, my God. He. he yeah. I mean, he's he's up there with Stephen King. With short I mean, he's got he's got typos and stuff, and I think it's like he, that he doesn't care, which we, yeah. we talked about before. <laughs> Apparently, he has other things where he's like, whatever. Um, but if it weren't for little things like that and the fact that most people don't know who he is, like, I would put him in the top as far as, like, king of the short story, for sure. Yeah. Especially in the erotic category. Oh, definitely, hands down, he wins it. So, we do a, a time jump smash cut two weeks two weeks um and she's finally feeling herself more herself because she's been laid low with this poker virus um 
Is it a poker virus or a fast food virus? Or I think it. I, see, my in my mind, I blame the poker game. You bring a poker up the because poker. it's like the poker. you have a wide amount of people in there. Everybody's touching That's everything. True. They're touching the cards. Everybody's touching the same shit. So in my mind, okay. it's like ground zero for her sickness. I'll um, give you that. And so she has decided that I don't ever want to be this sick again. I'm committed to washing my hands. And she talks about it as a new lifestyle. It's a new lifestyle in which you wash your fucking hands like a basic human person. Okay. Like a normal yes. person. Not even adult. Children do it too. Yeah. Like I a mean, normal it's, person. It's astounding. Mm-hmm. And that's also, I think, very layered in the book is that you're supposed to have this reaction to this character. Right? You're supposed right. to have this <laughs> outrage. And like, <laughs> what fucking moron are you? You're not washing your hands. Which has a larger meaning. In it quarantine does. times. So, another brilliant facet of this book. Um, so, she's like, okay, I'm finally feeling better. She doesn't want to be sick. She's going to wash her hands. She plans a day date with her friend. They go to the park. Um, and during their visit, uh, she uh, has been practicing a little trick that her friend Jill taught her. Um, I love it so much. While she's washing her hands, you know, a lot of people like you can sing "Happy Birthday." There's been a lot of cute, like little mm-hmm. songs that people have come up with that you can sing while you're washing your hands to make sure that you take the whole 20 seconds. Um, what she recites to herself for 20 seconds is "Pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my book, pounded in the butt by my book." <laughs> Which is impressive in itself. It is. You can recite that for 20 seconds. And just... Jenny's not done yet. Just... I'm not going to read them all, but... Um, okay. And then you know you've watched long enough. So, right. I love the self-promotion here. He's just, like, totally just hitting you I love that the, the last one is, the, is different, though. Did you notice that? Pounded in it's the butt. Pounded in the butt. By my, by my own, own butt. butt. <laughs> The problem is, I'm, I was saying, as I was reading this, I was, like, doing my hand washing, seeing how that would, like, fake hand washing, like, seeing how that would work. And then I've been playing HQ Trivia because they're back and they take sanitizer breaks. So I was, sadly, this is going to sound horrible. If you're an HQ Trivia fan, you know what I'm talking about. But they have, Matt takes sanitizer breaks, the host, and he's like, sanitizer break, sanitizer. So I was, like, reading it to the tune of Matt doing sanitizer break. And then he always has this part at the end where he's like, don't forget the thumbs. And then I was like, <laughs> so I was like, put it in the butt, my own butt. Don't forget your thumbs. <laughs> and then it brought me back to that thumbs up situation we had back oh, when Lord. we reviewed a bet. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, how appropriate. <laughs> how inappropriate. It's inappropriately appropriate. Yes. So they have a great afternoon together. They pet dogs. They eat ice cream. Assuming she's washing her hands in between these activities. And then meet up with some other Which I assume not at the park. Where are you going to wash your hands? I, I guess I thought they probably have some bathrooms. Or she had some hand sanitizer. Or I, Well, yeah. I guess something. hand sanitizer. Yeah. Let, let's assume she, she was socially distant at the park with her and her friends. Um, so then they go out at night. So probably not. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to say definitely not, but I don't think social distancing was a thing just yet, so mm-hmm. we'll let it slide. Right, okay. Um, so they go to dinner, and she's about to leave, and then she looks around, and all her friends are gone, just like Jill from the card game. And it's like, they all of a sudden just appear after she notices their disappearance and she's like where did everybody go and they're like we all went to the bathroom to wash our hands you fucking moron and she's like oh yeah i fucking forgot i was supposed to do that oh my god i am committed to being healthy with this oh shit oh shit i totally fucking forgot what a dumb bitch this person is what you know what though it kind of reminded me though though of when people are like i am committed I'm going to start this this diet, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to work out. And then you get, like, three, four days into it, and then you're like, somebody, somebody's like, here's a birthday cake. And you're like, oh, birthday cake. A.K.A. me, like, this whole two months. Uh. Me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it kind of reminded me of that, how those people get on those, like, healthy, like, yeah, they announce they it least, to the world, like, least- I'm in this. I mean, they at least probably get a couple days into it. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, I mean, she did make, make it. it her 14 days of self-quarantine, essentially. <laughs> so her first know. day out, she did it. it, it <laughs> first day <laughs> There it went. She fucked it up. Horrible. Uh, um, and she says it. She's like, I know, I know. I fucked up. <laughs> You're right. Um, and so Jill kind of coyly suggests that there's one way to not forget about washing your hands and then asks her the big question have you ever actually seen the sentient physical manifestation of washing your hands and she just says no why and I think what an odd question what would you want to know what that was first instead of why? Yeah, I'd be like, um, the sentient manifestation. Okay, I know what sentient means, and I know what a manifestation is, but what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's was... probably, like, if you said that to me, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, Jenny, a little too much Jack, what the hell are you talking about? That, that next level detail, like the vomiting, is just that automatic, right? you know, response. Um, like, it's so nonchalant. Like, it's no yeah. big deal. Like, oh, you haven't yeah, heard of yeah. this? Oh, what do you mean you haven't seen this? Oh, that's why you're missing out. Like, if, like she doesn't ask any other questions except for, no. how do I meet her? And then it's like, let's just do this. I don't know what that is. I don't know what is going to happen. But how do I get down with that? <laughs> just total acceptance on her part. Right. So they go to the bathroom. And, um... She's washing her hands, finally, thank God. And then, um, in the reflection, she sees two enormous floating hands emerge from the space, uh, somehow manifesting out of thin air. Which, there's the, there's the manifestation part. Right, so. right, right. Just two giant hands. And two then giant. Her, her yeah, response we'll is about- not like, holy fuck, who the fuck are no. you? It's, it is. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> and I say that when I was reading it. I read it like, you know how they make fun of the girl from Insatiable, Debbie Ryan, for having like those big doe eyes that she's yeah. always like blinking like. Yeah. So that's how I pictured it. Like you're washing your hands. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. Um, all right. Yeah. So, um, 
she explains that I just thought I should meet you. I've never been very good at washing my hands and I figured you might be able to help me with that. Uh, and then they exchange their names. Then the hands names is Barlow. Barlow. Which and, I was like Okay. Alright, yeah. Um and then she goes on to describe the um the um, immediate physical attraction she feels to to Barlow. Mm-hmm. Uh is incredibly sexy, cool, and confident in a way that is honestly difficult to describe. While others seem to project this kind of attitude as a front, wearing it as though it were a set of clothing, Barlow's self-assured swagger appears to come from somewhere deep inside her. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's deep inside her, all right. Yep. A a pair of hands. Um, A pair of hands. Yep. So, um, I'll give it a second before I get to my Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So they basically just have a little bit of a banter about, oh, how are you going to make me remember to wash my hands? Oh, you'll find out. Um, and then they Ooh. leave the restroom together, and uh, our Kara is sort of, I think, coming out of her days, like. Finally, looking around like, wait, wait a minute. And she says, is this really happening? And Barlow says, is what really happening? Am I really taking you back to my place so we can fuck each other silly and you'll never forget about washing your hands again? So that's fairly aggressive. It is fairly aggressive. And what I also would like to notate here is when they leave the bathroom, how all the friends... And this was, like, a little bit, like, um, okay. So, like, all the other friends are, like, winking and, like, hey. Like, they know what's going on. They're, like, in the background. Like, that's what's up. Like, they know it's about to go down. And they're just kind of, like, cool. Kara's finally going to wash her hands. Like, it's almost like she's a virgin. Like, she going to wash her hands. Yeah. She's a. Yeah. Just odd. I didn't even think about that, but, yeah. Um, and then, what happens? What happens to our friend Kara now? Just when she's getting, you know, some hot um, hand well, action. She hasn't washed her hands all day. So right. guess what? She projectile vomits yet again. She's sick again. Fucking sick again. Although, With the malaria. Although this time, how did that happen? Because she didn't lick her hands. She was actually right. washing her hands. Well, she ate ice cream, and she touched a dog, and she yeah. went out for, like, dinner and drinks. And But my thing was, like, wait, she actually did wash her hands to get the manifestation to right. appear. So That's did she, she, like, half-wash them at that point? You know, like, they tell you you got to fully wash. She, like, half-wash and shake them off. And or, so, like, or maybe I, I don't she, know. I was with you. She infected herself during the meal, maybe, and it wasn't as quick to hit her as the other one was maybe okay i don't know that's what that's all i got um so i was not expecting that and i died i wasn't i died laughing like i was okay dying uh and then her doctor and we do a time jump once again two two weeks again yep uh the doctor says uh listen 
you really need to start washing your hands. <laughs> You're constantly getting sick, and this is just basic hygiene. That is my yes, it favorite. is, Kara. Basic hygiene. <laughs> she says, "I know." <laughs> and then the doctor. When my kid says, "When I'm like, you need to remember to put the toilet seat down." I know. I know. <laughs> and I then know. the doctor like gifts her hand sanitizer. Like, look, bitch, please wash your like, fucking hands. <laughs> We know how bad you are at this shit, so uh, technically we're not supposed to be giving this to anybody, but you can't fucking remember how to wash your hands, so here's some damn hand sanitizer. Oh, so funny. Oh, my God. Um, So he informs her that she has a friend there to pick her up, and she's like, what are you talking about? And the doctor plays coy, and as soon as he leaves the room, guess who shows up? Oh, Barlow. Barlow. Oh, Barlow. She can't stop thinking about her. Um, even though she just totally, like, watched her puke her guts out, which I'm sure was not hot. Um, we've all been on a date where we watched somebody puke her guts out. Or we yeah. puked our guts out. Uh, so, maybe. I mean, okay. Um, so, she goes, Barlow goes to lock the door and to make sure that they are alone. And I love this part where... <laughs> Kara, Kara, she um, she kind of questions like, "What authority do you have to lock my like, hospital do door?" <laughs> and she's like, "I'm the physical manifestation of washing your hands. I'm royalty around here. It's fine." <laughs> so cocky. Oh and, my god! And also very true when it comes to a hospital setting. You know, it is. Very they want you to wash your hands. They want you to wash your hands. And they want to wash their yeah. hands. Yeah. Um, they don't care if you got prune fingers. Wash no, your damn hands. Just do it. Um, so immediately they start making out, of course. Which, I don't care. Like, how do you make out with hands? I'm guessing that, I, and just going by the cover of the book, that there right. is a face in the middle of the hand. Well, and there's another anatomical thing that they will explain in a second where I was like, yeah. you can't, can't really get caught up in those sort of details, which I know we do, but we do because it was like the, the wrap, the present, the last yeah. time. And that's why I was like, yeah. well, we're compared. So last time, so Jenny's right. You can look at the cover, but last time we did the same thing on the cover, the present man looked one way and in the book he was described basically just like a real for real Amazon box was wrapped present and I was like those do not compute with each other (laughs) so that's what's happened again um so they're I'm also having a really hard time so they're giant hands by the way they're not normal size hands right so like how big we talking here like the size of a fuel like a human like just slightly bigger I was thinking like human size Okay, so like the hands, the whole hands are human size. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. She also floats, if you notice. She describes like when she manifests and she doesn't have feet, apparently. She kind of just like floats That's around. Yeah, I also imagine that too. She's... So then I creepily kind of pictured, remember the old hamburger helper commercial? Ah! <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Sorry, I just made everybody go, the fuck you didn't. <laughs> Everybody just, like, turned us off and was like, the fuck she didn't. 
I'm that sorry. Makes and that's so much more hot. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'd call it that. But, uh, yeah. Oh, that so. is fantastic. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> they um, start making out. Yeah, pretty heavy, pretty hot yeah. and heavy. Yep. Um, and this is where... Mm-hmm. This is where they explain to you anatomically how Barlow is set up, basically. Kind of. Um, kind of. Um, do you want me to read that part? Yeah, go for it. So, I guess they're, like, hot and heavy. Like, Barlow's massaging her. They're kissing and stripping down, exposing skin. You know, basics of... Okay, if you guys don't know how that works, I'm not going to explain it to you. Go talk to your mama. Um, <laughs> and at this point, like... If you don't know and you got to go talk to your mama, then there's a whole other discussion that you guys need to be having. But anyway, so they get, they're past that point. I'm assuming they're, they're completely naked and things are hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. So she, this is Kara now talking and she says, I begin to massage her in return, running my fingers up and down her beautifully sculpted form as my attention drifts lower and lower. Soon enough, I'm teasing the edges of her pussy, which happens to be located directly in the center of her left wrist. So now that helps you, uh, you know, build a, a mental image. It just gave me lots more questions. Like? Well, then I was trying to picture this in my head and not like in a gross, like, optic wow, wow, but like, a, how does that even work? I think it works just like you've, um, you've described with the hamburger helper glove because, <laughs> um... <laughs> Because there's an opening at the bottom oh. of the glove. <laughs> so I think oh, if you... Oh, right, right? See, I was... Oh, So if you okay. think of it three-dimensionally... Okay. Got, oh, uh, okay. So okay. there... You know, I think that makes a lot more sense than the box scenario that we talked about the last I time. agree. I guess I just thought maybe the hands were attached somehow, and then it would be between both hands at the bottom. Kind of similar to a female's body, but... I guess I can't assume what anybody's body is anymore. So, well, I mean, you could still do that scenario with an attachment, you know, like Siamese okay, yeah. twins, like attached at the wrist, if that helps. Okay. You know, like I guess it's honestly like Jenny said earlier, we get way into like I don't get this <laughs> when you're not supposed to, you're but not, like you're really not. You're not supposed to, but I can't help it. I'm an overthinker, and I need to know things. <laughs> So, um, she starts working on, on her, uh... On Barlow. Yeah, on Kara Barlow. is, like, working Barlow up pretty yeah, hard, basically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Barlow is returning the favor a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. it's very descriptive, their pleasure. Yes. And, um, the amount of time that they go on and on. Um, and then all of a sudden... Uh, Kara just like um, I'm finna go down on this bitch and so then she hits her knees and then she starts um, tongue fucking her basically and, pretty much as Barlow uh, basically screams you know over and over again just like that just mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's and, basically like that uh, stereotypical like what you would expect her to respond with yeah, I mean, we've all but it was seen funny. lesbian pornography. Like, right. Right. So it's just basically her just going to town, 
eating her out. And uh, I think she even said that almost word for word. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's uh, a good way to do it. And then, um, so Barlow has an orgasm. And that seems to go very well for her. <laughs> and Kara um, seems to be pretty proud of herself because she's like, I wouldn't be surprised if Barlow needed a break because she basically says that the orgasm was so powerful. And so I was like, man, tooting your own horn, aren't you? Well, I mean, I feel like um, there's a certain level of pride that would go in with uh, that. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. I'm sure everybody's like that. Yeah, I did it. Right? I mean, if you, if you get somebody off, I mean, that's pretty... Right. Um, makes you feel good, right? Confident. So there you go. go. booster, I think. And um, so they don't waste... It. Luckily, like, you know, in some scenarios, uh, one person might get off and then that be it. And there be no reciprocation right. of the action. But Barlow is not like that. So, um, Barlow also gets to work and, um, returns the favor to Kara, Kara, and she seems to enjoy that quite a bit. Um, and then she has her, uh, her moment where she, um, is, is right on the edge, but she needs something to push her over the edge and right in a hilarious moment, uh, Barlow just says, you know how long it takes. And then she starts reciting her hand-washing mantra, which is Miranda. You, do you want me to do it this time? I want okay. you to do it this time. Oh, God. The way I, the way I read it? I don't yes, know if I can do the it. the way you read it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, essentially, she's laying there being completely pleasured, and she's Pounded in the butt by my book. Pounded in the butt by my book. Pounded in the butt by my book. Pounded in the butt by my own butt. That was wonderful. Because it says, "I announced loudly, citing the title to its full completion." And then she goes on like for a paragraph about the experience of the orgasm. Um, Which, honestly, I will I will be honest. As someone that reads other romance. I feel like he did a really good job oh, yeah. of describing it and not making you feel like gross. Um, it, I mean, carnal ferocity is used, pleasure <laughs> sweeping through me. Like, I feel like he did a really good job there that is, like, not trying to be, like, all serious all of a sudden, but he did a really good job at that. No, it, yeah. It didn't seem fake. It seemed real. That That is, to me, the the most odd thing about his writing is that it is oddly hot and it will get yes. you oddly hot. <laughs> Until she says that all this was brought on to her by giant hands <laughs> that are eating her out. I don't know. If you're in the story and you buy it and you go with it, it works. I'm just saying. So I was like, oh, that all sounded really good. He wrote it really, really well. And then it goes, as giant hands between my legs passionately eat me out. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, if you but just left it at giant hands between my legs, you, that could have been a line from pretty much any romance novel that has actual sex. Well, I I think he brings, like, some, like, legit eroticism to his writing. Oh, he does. Yeah. He does. I'd be curious to see what he could do if he ever wrote, like, an actual like um, a erotic up, novel. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't, like, a 
funny satire thing, yeah. like a, a joke. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I would probably read that. Um, oh, which I'm also confused about, though, because um, she said she feels as if she's left her body and is floating above herself. But then she also says that she slams back into her physical form. So I'm like, okay, because it's a physical manifestation. Manifestation? Did they have a ghost moment, and she really did like come out of her body and maybe have... so? Uh, maybe it was just that good, you know? Possibly. I mean, that was amazing. She says, and um, oh, she doesn't say it. She gushes it. She gushes. I'm sure she gushes. That's what it says. It says I gush. <laughs> So then she utters the the perfect line of the whole story to get us all back for full circle. I don't yes. think I'm ever going to forget to wash my hands. That's for sure. Which number one, I kind of doubt because you're a fucking dumb bitch. And um, I don't know if if the um, experience was that damn good. I don't think I would ever forget to wash my hands either. Hopefully. Um. And then I was also like, have I been washing my hands wrong this whole time? <laughs> like, maybe there is something to wash in your hands that someone didn't tell me. I mean, I don't know. Trying to get a visit from the physical manifestation, are you? From Barlow. <laughs> um, and then this is the kind of fucked up part of the story for me. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of triggering because she's like, all right, well, um, hey, that was really fucking good. Like, <laughs> I like right, you. Right, we basically just connected on, like, a, like a um, we had, like, this uh, I was outside experience. of my body. Yeah, like. Like, this is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Like, I'm going to be healthier now. I'm going to be happier now. Like, I want to do it again. Like, right, I want to continue to be with you, basically. Yes. You up. Like, I want a booty call you when I need to call Right. So, or not like a you up, but like a shaking them in the bed next to you. Hey. Hi. You sleep? <laughs> you sleep? Like, that's what Kara wants. You can tell. I know it's just one line, but like, to me, that's what I read into it. Kara was like super excited and was like, I have this thing in my life now that I can roll over and be like, I love how you've changed my life. I love what you've made me realize about myself. Are you awake? <laughs> like, you know? And no. Um, and then uh, Barlow kind of harshly, I kind of think, blows mm-hmm. her off. That's very sweet. But washing your hands is something that everyone should be able to enjoy. That's kind of harsh. It's like that frat boy from college that everyone dated or that playgirl from that or that girl that like never wanted one boyfriend because i know we have guys that listen to our show too so like it's that person i don't not man or woman necessarily but it's that person for me i equated it to like the frat boy that was like oh you're so you're great and everything but like you know i just can't be tied down to one situation right now (laughs) that's basically what she says total frat boy camera It's like just kicking you out of your hotel room or something. like Right? right like, here's your sheet wrapped around you. Yeah. At least no one will see your bit. Walk Bye-bye. Shame. And so she just leaves. And um, Kara says, will I ever see you again? And then Barlow says, I'll be running into you after you use the restroom and before every meal. So, yeah, I think you'll be seeing plenty of me. 
which means I just came into your hotel room. Which, by the way, wasn't she supposed to be your ride home? Right. <laughs> like, what's she doing? No, I think she so just she, used that with the doctor to get right? in so she could lock the door. But, well, clearly her and the doctor have that relationship, too, because yeah, she's doing lots of washing sure. hands. I'm sure so she has like, relationships with lots of people. Lots of people. <laughs> so she, Kara just fell in love with washing her hands with, with Barlow. Yeah. And yeah. so Barlow comes in the room. Basically, she's healthy now. She fucks her in this hospital room better than she's ever had in her whole life. And then looks at her in this, like, I picture this devious grin where it's like, yeah, that was good for me, too. Thanks. Bye. Right. It was... Mm. Yeah! But have you noticed how often... See, okay, so we read... This is... We've read four total together. But I've read about ten now. Mm-hmm. And most of them that I look back on, they don't... The person... The manifestation or the butt raptor or whatever does leave them in the end they don't stay i think a few times they do they're like i think in the bigfoot one they end up like they're they're a thing forever mm-hmm. and maybe in the butt raptor when they're together forever but there was like remember the manifestation box right yeah he like disappeared and like yeah. a ho 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 merry yeah. christmas good night I mean, uh, thing chuck's all about that slam bam thank you hands <laughs> right <laughs> and you know i feel like that's I mean, it makes sense in the context of a story. Um, and yeah. the characters always seem, like, grateful for the experience. They don't seem bitter or slighted by it. But I feel, like, slighted for them. Um, yes. Yes. So, I don't know. No, I, I agree with you on that. I'm going to need Chuck Tingle to maybe write um, some of these people that have been slighted and write and be like, oh, they were fine with it because... Little did they know that manifestations of blah, blah, blah were going to be something they ran into for the rest of their life. Right. So you can kind of like, if you're right. an optimist, I think you would probably think that. But I'm feeling like this is a, a one-time thing, right? I've been married for 15 years, so I kind of need the optimism there. I need that com- <laughs> that completion of like, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you need the completion. Yeah, that's what I heard. Right. I need like the, I'm not necessarily, you know, a lot of times in, in romance and erotica, they do talk about the HOA, the happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily need the happily ever after, but I need like some sort of reasoning between yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Instead of just this float in and out and have this intense experience and then gone. like It's 10 pages of intensity. Yeah. yeah. To be like, and then nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's an odd like um, experience to read one of these books and it is, and to have this response to something that is utterly ridiculous. The entire premise is just nonsense, but mm-hmm. yet you feel this way. You know, you yeah. feel this sense of outrage, and uh, I it like I talked about before. I just think that's part of his brilliance. Yeah. Is, the messages that he conveys in such a in such a clear and yet totally veiled way. Right. It's very it's clear and concise, but it's also wrapped up in all this crap. Absurdly kind of hidden yes. at the same time. Yes. And he actually very eloquently describes things, um, like we talked about earlier, like the actual description of the euphoria that she felt mm-hmm. after this um, sexual encounter. Um, 
which is like you said earlier, there's a lot of things we've used the word profound like several times tonight, but there are a lot of things that like he just has like a rational and profound way of presenting mm-hmm. this absurdly odd ten page tale that once you finally read one of them, you really are like, I want to devour every word he's ever written. You really do. It's and there are a lot. Like, there are, oh God! I mean, he has a for lot. days. You could sit yeah. there and read his shit, and that's another they are only, like that's another thing that I'm like astounded by by him as just like a person is the utter amount of content that he mm-hmm. has produced. Like it's, I don't. He just I'm kind of came like, out with one in regards <laughs> to social distancing. I saw that when I was searching on Kindle. Um, I thought about throwing that into this, but, um, also I'm kind of feeling like this is a work, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there is no Chuck Tingle, it is like a social experiment to like, like there's this group of people that are churning out this content, and coming up with this entire persona, and it's all (laughs) fake. No, he really is one person. Chuck Tingle is not his real name. Um, and we talked about this last time. When he goes to events like book signings and um, things like that, there's a few different things he does. He has a disguise. It looks a lot like a paper bag that he's designed himself. He wear, he does paper bag and sunglasses. He has never actually shown his face. Um, some of his friends, like he, there's a podcast we mentioned that he does distort his voice. Um but, like, the young lady that he started the podcast with, I think they do personally know each other from small comments they've made here and there. Um, he also disguises his voice because I found out he has some sort of, it's either a speech impediment or um, a fear of public speaking that sometimes he stumbles and lists his words. And so it makes him feel more comfortable. And it's also so people don't realize it's him. Um his description, I'll read it again, and I probably, every time we do a Tingler tell, I will read you his little author bio. Uh, but I highly suggest you go check out his website and just look at all the different things. Um, but about Dr. Tingle, Dr. Chuck Tingle is a Hugo-nominated erotic author and Taekwondo grandmaster, almost a black belt, from Billings, Montana. After receiving his PhD at DeVry University and Holistic Massage, Chuck found himself fascinated by all things sensual, leading to his creation of The Tingler, a short story so blissfully erotic that it cannot be experienced without expliciting a sharp tingle down the spine. Chuck's hobbies include backpacking, checkers, and sport. Yeah. (laughs) Again, I feel like all that is a work. Like, the bag over the head, like his voice being distorted. Like, I feel like... I'm being worked, but you know, I'm fine with it. Really well, you know, am. you're being worked. That's the thing. Like, you know, he's created this persona, mm-hmm. but clearly he's a good writer, but like, you know, he's created this persona. You know that we're never going to know who he is. Um, I, I think know... there's more than one. I think it's a team. It's possible, but because they are only 10 pages long and because sometimes he does um, repeat themes. He does a lot of repeat themes, yeah. Yeah. Um, So you think he just sits out at his 
laptop and just bangs out like 10 of these fucking books a day like oh it's very possible um i think he also looks for current events to because he has one on here um brexit pounds my butt then thankfully decides not to exit it (laughs) is a title of one of his tales so i feel like um comic book convention appear okay pounded in the butt by my physical manifestation physical manifestation of chuck tingle science fiction and comic book convention appearance i mean i guess that makes sense you can just like tailor his basic story right um to whatever social you know current event right. you want and then it's pretty formulaic as far as this type of writing right goes. it's like basic conversation of like you meet, you bang, you go away. Right. And it's not even a meet cute. It's yeah, like <laughs> it's just a meat bang. Right. It's like a one night stand from a bar. Right. But like, like, it's it, real, like But it has a very like profound effect on your life and not mm-hmm. like in a STD kind of way, but in more like a you know, you've improved me as I'm better for having right. done this. You know, like it's always a, from what I've read, it's always right. a a very positive feeling that you're having at the mm-hmm. end of it. So it's good uh, in that aspect. But uh, I just think it's fascinating. And I love doing these episodes. Like, we definitely got to do this more often. <laughs> I think maybe we should do the social distancing one. Because social distancing is going to be something that we're going to be continuing to doing for yeah. a while. So it's still going to yeah. be relevant. I think it'll still be relevant for quite some time. Yeah, I believe so too. So and I will say, re- they repeat stories sometimes. So, you know, we said that there's two stories in every book. So mm-hmm. sometimes, like, if you bought the Manifestation and Washing Your Hands book, um, it comes with something unicorn. But, like, that yeah. book, that story might have its own book with something different yeah. as the second story. I read the unicorn just, story. It was it was okay. I, don't, I feel like this one was better. Which one was that? Taken by the gay unicorn biker? Or no? Yeah. Uh, lesbian. Unicorn. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's several unicorn ones. Mm-hmm. Um, themes that, uh, main themes is always, uh, obviously, they're not real things. Like the um, the gay ghost pirates that were in the balls. <laughs> um, velociraptors that are <laughs> gay velociraptors. Um, uh. There is, there are other dinosaur tales. There are unicorns there are bigfoot pirates oh yeah bigfoot pirates haunt my balls that was the one that <laughs> blank Tinny laughed so hard and that one it has um a descriptor in it where i was like oh <laughs> you i don't think you read that one you need to go i think that that's one. gonna be our next one okay maybe we'll I, do that I one i might next. need to read that oh no you have to you absolutely have to um they all seem to be um gay as in male male or lesbian like female female mm-hmm. um i haven't come any come across any uh male female but he's got so many that that doesn't mean that there aren't any right um there might be a few buried in there but right. he does seem to have a preference for the homosexual side well he Veronica. is um yeah, and well, um, if I remember correctly from something I when I was doing research about him for the last time, things that I didn't know about him, I do think he is um, he classifies himself as um, gay. Okay, well that makes sense. So I mean, it would make it would it would completely make sense, and you're going to be able to write 
Like, I would not be good at writing a probably a good male-male erotic fiction because mm-hmm. I don't know. But if as a, as a gay man, which is what we're being told he is, you know, he would probably be really good at that. But then again, I'm also like, damn, he's really good at female-female. I was just thinking, like, he's, <laughs> like, some he's really good. But I think well. there's a lot of things that happen that are, like, to, regardless of what parts you got, mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Well, that was a fun time. That was a fun time. Um, it sure was. Um, before we get out of here for this episode, is there any other podcast that you have going on that you would like to talk about? Um, I still have um, Pop Goes to the Classics going on. It's a once a month um, pod where we are making our way from beginning Disney works to um, new, current it's taken some time to get there. Um, Dumbo should be coming up next. We um, last month did Fantasia. So we literally went from the longest running Disney film to the shortest mm-hmm. Disney film. <laughs> Which that's how they chronologically, that's where we're falling, we're falling chronologically is how mm-hmm. they were released. So we began with Snow White um, and are going down the list from there. Disney Plus has made that possible and it's been really fantastic to do that. Um, with the guys we've had a lot of fun Good. um it is also um because i know you guys like jenny and i don't really hold anything back here and it's not that we do there but because it is disney and we are discussing like disney films and stuff we do make it um, um a podcast that you could listen to with your kids like it's completely fine oh, we really? occasionally curse but like um we try not to mm-hmm. because and, and not because we're like mm, mm-hmm. it's like because of the content we mm-hmm. made it like it's all around for everybody so if you've hesitated to listen because you know i like some f-bombs um and i talk about like lesbian romances then <laughs> don't hesitate this one is great it's it is great all of the podcasts on any of the feeds are fantastic but i have a lot of fun with this one because it lets me like explode my knowledge of disney and love that part of my life i love disney cartoons so much so and that is on the Place Be Nation pop feed. Yeah, that's on the Place Be Nation feed. Yep. With um, Andy and Chad. Double A and Chad, yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Anything else? Um, I have a new one coming soon. I can officially announce this. You've known, actually. But mm-hmm. I can officially announce um, that with my friend. So here's a here's a positive. COVID, we were talking about, like, what, what positive has COVID brought you? So mm-hmm. I want to ask you the same. I'll go ahead and announce this. And say, here's a positive that COVID has given me. So, um, because of COVID, I made a new friend who is fantastic. And he is like the British version of Miranda. <laughs> so That is all the an things, accurate description. Right? He's the British male version of me. So, like, all the things I love that we've talked about here before where Jenny's like, yeah, that's your show, Jam, not me. Um, all the shows that I love, he does too. So, like, all of the police procedurals and um, the different shows like that that typically no one else on Jenny Position or Police Nation really watches, they will cordially allow me to speak about them all day long, but usually you guys don't watch them. He does. Like, it's fantastic. Um, he also is a big lover of tea. Like, yeah, stereotypical. I get it. He's British. Ha, ha, ha. But that's part of what makes it funny. So I have a huge love of tea. If you haven't noticed by how the times I've been like, and Jenny bought me tea. <laughs> um, so he and I are going to be introducing a podcast to the Place to Be Nation feed. Um, 
we're playing on the variation, but essentially it is going to be Telly and T. And we are going to break it down into seasons. And every season of our podcast, we are going to be talking about a different television show. So, like, episode one will be a show talking all about season one of that show. Um, we will also discuss a tea and a cookie biscuit. A biscuit. A biscuit, which, As... um, yes, cookies in America are biscuits in England. Right. And biscuits in America are crumpets in England. So I think this is genius. And um, I love that you and Ben have hooked up for this. And I cannot wait to hear this episode. Uh, because I, I'm curious to see whether your your extreme alikeness is... Um, you know, it's like... Because sometimes you want to hear like dissenting conversation yeah. in a pod like it, right it's like are you guys gonna disagree enough i feel like we will just because like you and i have a lot of things that we both love and look at how many times like we've disagreed mm-hmm. on like you've loved loved it and i've been like yeah. or like i've loved loved it and you had it or we both loved it but for different reasons so i feel like we're gonna re- we're gonna have that as well um what we both kind of also really love is, so when he does pods with us here, he has to either stay up late or get up really, really early. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm going to have to do the same thing here soon. Mm-hmm. He and I, when I get moved, we're only an hour time difference That's apart. great. That's great. I know. So we're like really excited. We're like, yay, we can have one <laughs> schedule and all the rest great. I'm kind of jealous of that because once you move, it will be the opposite. Right. And he like will you have... and I are in the exact same time zone right. right now. When I move, you and I will be seven hours apart. Yes. During part of the year, eight hours apart during the other part of the year. Um, and it's off. So like, yes, we do time change over there, but um, we don't do it the same time. That they do it here in America. So that's why I said sometimes we'll be seven and sometimes we'll be eight. Because they change at different times. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be going from being in the same time zone to seven hours apart. And then Benner and I are going to be going from being six hours apart to an hour apart. Wow. Well, I've been replaced, so that's official. No, no, no. Geek and Sassy is, because I know somebody's going to tweet us and ask us that. They're going to be like, wait, so you're telling me no more Geek and Sassy? Ah, are you crazy? <laughs> that's how Jenny and I both got started with this. No. <laughs> we are not abandoning it. <laughs> it will just be a lot harder. Um, but, you know. Yeah, but we can just take turns. One of us yeah. can wake up really early sometimes, and the other one can stay up really late other times. Like, there we go. Or we could do it during the middle of the day, you know? Like, well, yeah. during the middle of the day for me, you both right. kind of. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I like about that pod is the food element. Because mm-hmm. I've been trying to come up with some sort of food-related podcast for like a year. And I've been unable to do so thus far. But I really love, like, the focus on the tea and the biscuits. Um, so I'm really excited to listen to that, and I think everybody should tune in. When have you guys recorded the first episode yet? We have not, unfortunately, due to COVID. Um, Ben is essential in um England right now, and well, I don't think he's like specifically in England, but he's um 
essential and they have changed his schedule so the poor guy's going in at like four in the morning right now his time mm-hmm. um and is working some really wonky shifts that they're starting to open things up a little bit more so we haven't but we've mapped it all out we can officially announce it it's mm-hmm. like it is happening like it's not a like oh we'll get around to it no like we we talk to each other pretty consistently like what is your schedule how does this work what if we did this so we've mapped out enough content for you guys that we are ready to bring it okay good i'm excited for it um I'm excited so what is a positive you gotta tell me what is the positive a to positive. covid for you since that is my positive Ugh. um i know there's gotta be something <laughs> <laughs> we got the garage cleaned out uh that might hey, be that, hey that is a win I say we. I mean John. <laughs> <laughs> he cleaned the garage out. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, there's some other things. But, like, you know, like I mentioned last episode, the Swarmcast thing, um, which still has not been published. But hopefully. But you've done it, correct? I've done it. Like, we did it. Done? Okay. It just hasn't been published. So uh, keep an eye on uh, Swarmcast on social so you can see when the episode gets posted, of course, I'll repost it. And um, so you can follow us at Geek and Sassy to keep up with that. Also, yeah. Mom's a Nerd, at Mom's a Nerd for Miranda, and at Jenny Position for me. And also on the Facebook pages for both Geek and Sassy and Jenny Position and Instagram. And... As far as my other shows, I have a, a new episode of Freak Out Drive-In uh, with my friend Sean mm-hmm. Kidd. We watched um, Pet Cemetery, the original, and I got nice. I got legit scared while we were watching it, so that was a first. That it, yeah, I watched that young, the it's, original. It's pretty great. And it. Yeah, it kind of fucked me up just yep. a little. Won't even lie. Like, it's it that's was, a good one. That's an excellent choice. It was a great fun time to watch, and um, also on this feed, there's a brand new show. Miranda's debuting a new show, so I guess I'll debut a new show as well. There you go. Um, it is called "You Heard About Pluto," and uh, it is it is a experimental show in which. Me and a guest, in this case my first episode was with Nate Milton, and we uh, watched an episode of American Gladiators on Pluto TV. Sweet! So I've sort of fallen in love with Pluto TV as a concept and also American Gladiators, and I think we're going to bring that back. (laughs) It's from the 90s, so it's great and wonderful. I used to love American Gladiator. Right? A lot of people say that, and a lot of people know about it. Didn't they bring it back? Um, Yeah, it had a resurgence with Hulk Hogan uh, at some point in the 2000s. Well, I thought thought they had it, like, recently. Um, Like, maybe it was just a special event type thing, but I I thought for some reason that they had brought it back recently. I don't think so, but you could... They have a channel on Pluto TV, which is a free app... That you can just download yeah. on whatever, whatever. And it's just hundreds of channels of random TV. 
Um, a lot of TVs, newer TVs, I will say this, a lot of newer TVs, if you, um, if it'll say something like TV or live TV, if you hit that, you probably have Pluto, because, like, mine does. Like, it has it, it's already in there. It's oh, really? Built into my TV. Oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, check that out. It's, and there, we explained, like, how we how he came up with this and the title and all that stuff too so um that should be on the jenny position feed right now so download that and check it out with my friend nate he is extremely funny and it's a great Mm -hmm. great time um what else um of course if you're into any of my wrestling stuff it's on the place nation wrestling feed with uh ptb nxt um jenny and the gems and talking wcw and over on the North South Connection podcast feed with our friend JT Rosero, um, I have a couple shows over there. One's called uh, TNA Never Dies, and the other one is called The Extreme Three Way Dance. So I, I've just been podcasting nonstop for like weeks and weeks and weeks. So I have tons of con- content about anything you want to listen to. Um, so I guess that's it. And we will definitely be doing more Chuck Tingle, but next time you get our updated reads, streams, and downloads. Yes. All right. There's a lot of that going around. All okay. right. Take care. Stay safe. See you next time. Wash your hands. Catch that sneeze, bro. Shouldn't use your hands better in that sleep, though. If you got a cough, catch it in your elbow. No shaking hands. We can wait for hello. We should follow everything the CDC knows. You'll be feeling better in a couple weeks, though. I mean, I hope so.